the game's really good. And it gave us one of our best streams last night. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, for anyone does, that doesn't know, the Fantasy Star Online 2 closed beta. Uh, at the time of this podcast, we was probably going up on a Tuesday. It happened last weekend. Uh, it started at, I'm in the east, or I'm in the central, and I think it started at 7 p.m. for me last night. Yeah, it kicked off at 8 o'clock for us Easterners. Yeah, uh, and uh, some of us got in. For a total of 20 minutes, and then the servers died. <laughs> it was probably like, like here, here's the thing. Most MMOs usually have really poor closed betas, yeah. especially in the, in the beginning days, because everyone's yeah. trying to get in. Yeah. What was it like? Let me in. <laughs> yeah, the let me in meme. I think that the only closed beta that I've ever been a part of that it didn't fail was Final Fantasy XIV A Realm Reborn. Like, when they did, like, okay, let's... That one let's did pretty well. Let's try this all again. But, I mean, comparing it to ESO, comparing it to... I mean, WoW Classic. Yeah, WoW Classic was another one. That was pretty rough. I couldn't... I got in to Character Creator, and then nothing else for Friday. I was the only one that got in for a while. <laughs> yeah, I think you and got a total good, of like was 20 minutes. Yeah, thankfully. But it was it was crazy. Like it got to the point like I think we were an hour into the stream and they was just repeatedly kicking us off and kicking us kicking us off and kicking us off. And it was just got to the point where it's like, "Hey, you know what? Now I'm just going to play fucking tournament fighters." <laughs> well, okay, so that it so this this icebreaker and weeks. I'm just going to go right into my week with this as well. Sure. Uh, the whole reason that Tournament Fighter was even brought up uh, was because we, me and Scotty played Hyperstone Heist and Tournament Fighters on Thursday night throwdown. Well, it wasn't really a throwdown that night because there was some people that just weren't available on the, from the Mega Visions crew. So we just did our own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole reason I was like, well, I've got that ROM. It's right here. So I think I just started quietly playing it. Like, I, I put it on the stream like a little box, and I'm playing it, and, so, and Scotty goes, oh, somebody's playing tournament fighters while trying to get ex- into these servers. Yeah. And then Scotty was like, what we should do is every time someone says they got disconnected, you just make the window bigger for tournament fighters. And eventually, it covered the entire screen. It didn't just cover the entire screen. It was starting <laughs> to get bigger than the screen. Like, the the stretching of the the window itself was going beyond what the uh what was it the four by three aspects can handle <laughs> or the 16 by nine aspect can handle it was like that giant bomb meme where jeff is sitting there going bigger oh yeah when they're playing mario party <laughs> bigger it was it was interesting we had a lot of viewers last night. i think we topped out at like 30 viewers which is pretty good for us yeah that's that's pretty nasty for us a lot of people followed a lot of people joined up so it was Good time to be had by all. That uh, wasn't even the end of it. Like, so at the at one point, we find out, like, the servers, we're trying to get in. Like, either it's the authentic, authenticator that's the problem, or... So there was six servers or six ships in PSO. They're called ships. And they only had one open in the beginning. Like, I get it. It's a stress test, but it was immediately full. And then they opened the second one, and then it was immediately full. <laughs> But Scotty made a good point yesterday. I'm like, wasn't one of the big reasons why they were 
uh, touting the fact that they had Fancy Star on line two was because of the super high speed, low drag fucking Microsoft servers that they had. I don't remember what the name of it was, but they were just like, oh, yeah, we have all these servers that can handle a massive MMORPG like this. I don't know. It was some kind of servers they were talking about, like it was internal servers. But it just it won't, finally at like I think we were trying for two hours, maybe mm-hmm. almost three hours, and they were like sir, emergency maintenance. This was uh, they uh, the tweet says attention arcs. We are experiencing unexpected server issues and are starting an emergency maintenance. We apologize for the inconvenience and we will notify you when the servers are up and running. So me and Scotty, Scotty's like load up Sonic Three. I'm gonna speed run that bitch because we have Parsec now. And I was like, okay. So I just pull it up, and I was like, here you go. Here's control of my desktop. I'm going to go to the bathroom and go talk to my wife for a little bit. And I come back, and he's just <laughs> playing Sonic 3. And, like, we keep going, just waiting for the servers to come up. And then we even pulled up the Twitter feed on our – like, we had Sonic and the Twitter feed. Like, we were waiting for it to pop up. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I cut the stream at midnight, and then 15 minutes later, the servers came up. That's That's rough. Because I played a little bit until I tried to do a quest that kicked me out. And I was like, I'm going to bed because it's 2 a.m. Yep. No, luckily I managed to get back in. I think I started playing around like 1. I and started streaming at 10 today, my time. Yeah. And uh, I played for like four hours. <laughs> yeah. I I leveled up to 20 super fucking quick. They've got those... Um, I forgot what they are. They're like... Uh, you keep on experience going to the tickets. people. Well, not just yeah, well, yeah, the experience tickets were a big deal, but you if you just keep on going to the uh the NPCs, they give you like these side missions, like arbitrary mm-hmm. side missions that some of them teach you how to play the game and they just throw tri boosters at you. And tri mm-hmm. tri boosters are these items that will double the uh chance for a rare drop and a chance for money and chance for exp so you're constantly getting double exp you're constantly getting double money and you know i was getting rare items left and right which by the way i got something for your bouncer oh nice once we're able to get back in yeah if this feels like a short podcast It's because we got Urgent Quest to jump back on and try to get this Dreamcast mag. I really want this Dreamcast mag. So I think it's only for the closed beta, too. Probably. So I really, really need that. So we're trying to knock this out in under two hours, which will be amazing. It's going to be a feat. Yeah. So luckily our weeks, I don't think our weeks did My anything, weeks are so. PSO2 and the takeover. Oh, yeah. The game's great. I love the game. Okay, yeah. What are your thoughts on PSO2? As a person that played WoW for like seven years, uh, it's definitely an MMO that I. It was like a breath of fresh air with the MMO because it's a character action game, but it's mm-hmm. also an MMO where it's not just like, oh, I got to scoot over here because this, you know, is about to launch the AOE fire move. No, you need to, you need, you got to read enemy attacks and like dodge out of the way and like there's juggles because I play a like an aerial basically monk. Like, I do break dances in the air and all that shit as a bouncer. Yep. And you have to, like, you can do, there's juggles and stuff like that. Like, it's fun. As a free-to-play game, it's already exceeded my expectations. And it sounds like, from what I'm understanding, that the only things that you're going to have to pay for are the cosmetic items. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's a lot of customization for your character in this game. 
but yeah. all the cosmetic items are going to be the only things that you need to pay for, which is great. It's it's eight years overdue. They really should have focused on getting this out back in like 2012, 2013. But I mean, I guess better late than never because you got six episodes. You got a slew of content like this is going to be in my weekly rotation oh i mean yeah we've already i've talked to tj from mega visions and once the game comes out which i believe got pushed back to june yep uh it's going to be like his weekly stream on the mega visions channel yeah so we can just jump in and get our weeklies done and just hang out and do crap with him so it'll probably be the time waster that i do while i'm editing the podcast that's so a really good thing to play and listen to in the background yeah that's that's what i'm looking forward to uh, my only complaint with the Xbox uh, release, and I know that this is closed beta, so hopefully they change it or update it, but that resolution is really, really bad. Like, I've never seriously noticed a difference between uh, what I play on PC and what I play on console like mm. I did today. Um while you're in the overworld, it's not that bad. Or not the overworld. While you're in the lobby, it's really not that bad. Um, okay. But once it starts getting, like, the lighting starts getting brighter or you're in the forester area or the volcano area, mm-hmm. your your figure gets really, really hazy. Everything starts getting just a little bit hazy outside of the HUD. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they fix the resolution for when the official release comes out. Um, right. Because playing it on PC, man, that game is fucking crisp. And I know that I, I was forcing it to go into 4K, but still, I mean, that game. I mean, when it comes out, it's it's going to be available on Xbox One and uh, PC. I'll probably play this on PC more than I'll play it on Xbox One. Yeah. And luckily, since it's Microsoft on both of those, th- those will be cross-play, probably. I hope that they are, because the work that I'm putting into this Hunter would go to waste. That said, I really want to play a ranger, and they if they end up splitting it, uh, that's probably what I'll end up doing. Like I forget the bouncer has other weapons because the, the jet boots are so awesome. So I picked up a new item for my partisan. I forget what the name of it, but it's like the step above. I think it's like a rare drop. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty nasty. It deals a lot of fucking damage. I think it's stronger than my fucking sword, which for a hunter. You get a sword, a wired lance, and a partisan, but you also have the option of using a gun blade. Uh, but the sword is like the most damage dealing. A lot of people can use gun blades. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, think the Hunter, character could. I could. Yeah. Um, the gun blade is like the smaller of the weapons, whereas like if you're using swords and axes, that's really more aligned to the hunters. Mm-hmm. There's also a subclass called fighter. Uh there's there's like four other subclasses that wasn't an option when you're doing the character creation because you only have like hunter ranger uh summoner bouncer uh there's something like braver where you're using a bow and arrow and the forces Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, the game is eight years coming too late it should have came out eight years ago (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? It still holds up now because it's on par with what you would expect if Platinum did an MMO-styled game. Yeah. So, so really, really good. Yeah, so check that out once the... There, there'll probably be an open beta, probably in the next couple months as well. Mm-hmm. 
make sure to get into that open beta and hopefully there won't be as many maybe the, hopefully then they're going to open up all six ships instead of just the two ships mm-hmm. so but yeah uh speaking of that i'll just go go ahead and go to my week like i said uh, me and scotty streamed some hyperstone heist and uh turtle or tmnt tournament fighters on thursday and then on Tuesday, I streamed Turtles in Time. So it's been all tier- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles this week for me, which goes in well with the tie-ins with the magazine issue that's coming out because we have a huge uh, game versus game on there where I believe you and Scotty uh, are quote-unquote argue uh, Turtles in Time versus Hyperstone Heist. So it's it's like an argument within, in on paper. Yeah. Wait until a few months after that that article comes out, I'm going to tell you like the whole story on how this fucking <laughs> article came about. Like I can't spoil it now because right. I want the, the article to come out, but like maybe like two, three months, like once the next issue after comes out, then I'll say something. Yeah. Uh, Sketchcraft finished that amazing uh, piece, the April O'Neil yeah. uh, poster that's going to be going. So if you're a Patreon backer, for the physical version of Mega Visions, you're actually going to get that as a poster, mm-hmm. which I'm happy because I think it's like 11 by 14, so yep. it's going to be perfect to frame up. I just it sucks though because it's probably going to be creased more than likely because it has to be. You put it in a uh, in a fucking like picture frame, and it'll it'll be, be fine. fine. It'll yeah. be fine. Oh, I'm which too is... old to not put posters in picture or in frames anymore. <laughs> I've had this poster for a while. And I just haven't done anything with it, but I wanted to show you because I figured that you'd appreciate it. But over here, yeah. oh god, I've got the. Oh Sonic yeah, you finally yeah. bought it, or you got it? I finally got it up. And what's dope is that it's glow in the dark. Yeah. So when you turn it off, it's got like a bunch of Eggman stuff in the background. Yep. It's it's pretty pretty fucking sick. What's that? What is it? Sixteen by twenty? Uh, I want to see by thirty six. 18 by 23 it's some oh, okay. weird ass shit like that's you gotta go not to hobby lobby <laughs> yeah i had to i had well i went to walmart for the frame which i'm surprised <laughs> i found such a nice frame it worked out because it was a black it was a black backing and i just flipped mm-hmm. it and oh, yeah. i had to like finagle it so that it stays center but yeah no that that print that's one of my favorite prints it looks like a movie print and it yeah, doesn't it, really it doesn't good. help that it's coming from Studiopolis, but still it's it's a Sonic yeah. Mania plus print uh with all five characters on it. It's it's dope. It looks real good. Super dope. Uh but yeah, lots of TMNT stuff this week. Uh besides we had our stream we had some good clips from Thursday night when we played tournament fighters because we unlocked some of the uh boss characters and played it as them. Yeah. And they're stupid. Like Karai is a JoJo character. <laughs> Like she is Dio, like one hundred percent. Like it's stupid. There's a tier list to that. People people played that game oh, God. as as in depth enough as possible to make a tier list out of it. Go it's, look for it. Uh, if you, I'm gonna, if I'm you're pull it up right now. No, I don't want to see it. I saw it. <laughs> there's the boss characters and then there's the shark. So the two boss characters are dumb. Yeah, they're they're not considered for tournament play. Yes, because there's something on here that says it's for tournament play. What is it? Here we go. Uh, uh, Karai and Rat King, both of them. Yeah, considered. those are two bosses. But like top tier is Armagon, the the fucking shark dude. 
I don't ever remember him from the show or the comics. So. I, yeah, I, I don't know what that is. But yeah, no, top tier. The only turtle that's considered high tier is Raphael. And that's weird because, like, Raphael has, like, a Destructo Disc move. Mm-hmm. Michelangelo, like, shoots a beam out of his mouth. And Donatello has a, a Power Geyser. and Not Power Geyser. What's the one that Geese does? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. The 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 thing you throw on the ground, it just slide, goes across the ground. Oh, well, I mean, oh, even, even uh, what's-his-name has that? Terry. Terry. Terry has that. So maybe, yeah. Uh, and then Ra- uh, Leonardo has, I think he just has like a Hadouken or something like that. Leo is one of the worst characters in the game, according yeah. to this list. Donatello is like mid-tier, so. Yep. But besides that, uh, but no, we got some, like, we got we got a really good clip that we posted on the Megavisions Twitter that you can go check out, and that clip was great, because it's us both playing as Karai, and we don't know what the hell's going on. It's dumb. Uh, Turtles in Time is not fun by yourself. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> I did a boring not have, fucking game. Yeah, I did not have a lot of fun with it by myself, but I have played with it. I have played it with other people before, so... But I tell you what, man, Parsec has changed the game on streaming. It is yep. dumb. It's dumb good. Like we, me and Scotty were able to get emulators working where he's a now we don't know how well it would work with more than one person with more than just two people. Like if we got a room of like four people wanting to play like tournament fighters or something like you would probably just have to set up controllers and all that. But it would be a little bit more difficult. But this opens up a lot of games that me and Scotty can stream for like like old school like beat 'em ups and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh and all that. Just like being able to co pilot. Like we could both play like if we wanted to play Sonic and Knuckles and one of us wanted to be Tails and one of us wanted to be Sonic, we could do that too. So but Parsec's pretty awesome. If you're ever interested in not even just streaming, if you just want to play friends, play games with friends that you have across states, or like they're too far away to come over to your house, and the game that you have doesn't have online play, just use Parsec. We could do Zombies Eight My Neighbors for Halloween this year. I've been dying to play that fucking game. I hear it's really, really good. I haven't. I wasn't ever able. There's like so I many. Never had levels. the opportunity to play it. It's 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 it gets stupid is all I can say. It gets stupid like hard. Okay. So uh besides that, uh my physical copy, I don't have it here in the office. Uh I've got it in the living room, but my actual physical copy of In Search for Darkness uh came in the mail. Nice. So this is this is the 4-hour uh horror 80s horror uh documentary that uh, I've been talking about. I watched it because I got a digital version. They sent digital versions out a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I've just been watching that. But now we have the physical version, and it came with it came with that cool little postcard. It came with an enamel pin. It came with a poster. I don't know how. I think it's just like a – it's not a very big poster, but it's a poster of, like, the front of it, of the movie, and then it came with the Blu-ray. Nice. So. Okay. Uh, I'm – I'm excited to sit down and watch that with my wife because she doesn't really sit in my office that much. But now we can just sit in the living room and I can watch it again. So Right. I need to find a physical version. There's another documentary that I always talk about. It's called uh, Going to Pieces. And I don't have it on DVD or Blu-ray. And it's a uh, it goes instead of just the 80s. It just talks about like the horror movies, like the slasher flicks as a whole genre. 
and I need to get like a physical version of it because stuff is starting to get harder to find. Like I remember stuff from like 2013 that I was readily available on digital platforms that you can like just no longer get anymore on those digital platforms. And I wish I would have gotten like physical versions of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scotty just recently got the heartbreak of he can't get Marvel vs. Capcom on PS3 anymore. Yeah. Because it got delisted. Yep. So if you didn't have it before, uh, I feel bad for the Thursday night throwdown that we're eventually going to do. So I have yeah. it, and I know I think Brett has it, and I think I you have, have it. it. I don't know if Kusanagi has it. I know Scotty doesn't have it. TJ might have it. So I guess I could just parsec a ROM. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that is a possibility. You just throw it into, like, PSX2 or whatever the Dreamcast emulator is. I've, I've never tried fucking around with one of those. No, I haven't messed with a Dreamcast. Uh, no, I don't. I haven't messed with an actual emulator. Uh, besides, oh, I so I in one of the streams, I think it was Thursday night, someone was talking about the Retro Fighter Dreamcast controllers. Yeah. And I wanted to go. I was like, oh, okay. You know, it's not out yet. They're like 50 bucks. I'll, I'll pick one up. Uh, but then I saw that they had N64 retro uh, fighter controllers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hey, those are only 30 bucks. Oh, they're doing a buy one, get one half off right now. Really? So, yeah, it didn't. I tried to check and see if it would work on the Dreamcast controllers, but it didn't work on pre-order uh, items. So the Dreamcast controller, I think, is the thing that me and Powell kickstarted. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's a madman. He bought fucking four of them. That's like two. I don't know how much it was for Kickstarter. I think it's like a hundred and twenty bucks. But the so problem they were 30, is thirty bucks a piece. I think that they were thirty yeah. bucks a piece. But that's good because they're fifty now. Yeah, the uh, but the controllers they're they're supposed to be like updated, looking like an Xbox One controller. Um, it's it looks more like a Switch Pro controller. Okay, yeah, sure. Same, same. Um, but still, like, Retro Fighters makes decent products. Like, I've seen their N64 controller. They probably have arguably the best one for an updated, modernized look. Well, um, I bought two. So the Their Sega Genesis six-button arcade fight, uh, fight pad, mm-hmm. the Brawler, uh, that's okay. I mean, it's, it's the best controller for the Sega Mini. Uh, outside of that, I mean, it's okay on uh, the Switch. You're not going to be able to play everything on it, but at least you'll be right. able to use it. On well, on Steam, it just did not fucking work at all. Oh, yeah, because you did a review of it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I bought a N64 one, and I bought a USB because uh, I've got some emulators that I want to play on my computer. Yeah. And I've got a USB one, and it works on... PC, I think it works on Switch. Like it'll work on some Switch uh, stuff as well. But uh, I got both of them for sixty bucks, basically, nice. and that's with shipping. Basically, I got because shipping was fifteen bucks, and that's basically I got that half off. That's not the second. I need to. I really need to look into picking up one of their N sixty four controllers because uh, I really like the one that I played, and I just didn't have the money at the time to buy it. Uh, I got the teal one. I got the blue slash teal one unfortunately for like the the dreamcast controller they got pushed back i think all the way to march or maybe april it's april it's april on their website it says shipping in april april 13th 
I mean, before they got pushed, it was supposed to come out in January, and then we're just like, sorry, we're not going to be able to because it's going to get pushed back two months, expected in March. And now that the coronavirus is a thing in China, <laughs> like yeah. it's that shit's affecting uh, products going on the Switch and the PlayStation 4. I don't remember exactly what was supposed to come out, but there was like either games or hardware accessories that were supposed to come out with the Switch. Or for the oh, switch wow. that got pushed back. Yeah, no, it's it's a legit big deal. So, well, I will definitely get one of these because I feel like I'm not buying four because I'm not crazy. Even Scotty's like I'm not buying four. But if everyone brings buys one and then brings it to the Dreamcast marathon, then I'm fine with that. So yeah, <laughs> we just yeah. got can't get ours mixed up. So I'll I'll do something to mine. I'll put it like a <laughs> fucking. Just write your name on it in a sharpie. No, it's got to be different. It's got to be different. It's got to be stupid. Yeah, because it's you. Exactly. So, uh, besides that, just been playing a whole lot of Monster Hunter on PC. I got through the story mode, and now I'm at end game, and I'm I'm hooked. I'm hooked on Monster Hunter again. So I'm just back into it. That's uh, there's PC. no difference. There's no change. You're always hooked on Monster Hunter. There with the PS4 version, I kind of dropped off for a while. Uh, but the PC version came out, and I know I just got a solid state for my PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. but the load times on, in the PC version are just so fucking nice. It's just like, boop, I'm writing a quest. There's no load times whatsoever. So Right on. But, yep, that's all I got for my week. Um, Outside of play, uh, Fantasy Star, I played the TakeOver. It, it was a really busy week at work, and... Mm. My son's birthday is tomorrow, or, like, his party is tomorrow. So we spent the week getting ready for that. So I didn't really have a lot of time to play anything. Um, Right. Like, yesterday I tried sitting down to play a little bit of, um, what the fuck is it called? Uh, With the the werewolves and the fucking skeletons and the the horror-themed killer instinct. No, killer instinct. (laughs) So okay, <laughs> restart, restart. I tried playing a little bit of Killer Instinct while okay. fucking waiting for Fancy Star to download or get fucking online, uh, and it just didn't work out. The only thing I've been able to play is the Takeover. Mm-hmm. I am trying to write a review on that for the site. It's I I think uh, the issue is I don't have the love for beat 'em ups like everyone else does. So playing it, I'm like, this. it's not really doing much of anything for me. The comic book art style for the cutscenes are really, really good. Yeah. I do like those. Um, the 2.5D pre-rendered sprite that one's work. Just, that's weird. It's, it's not bad, but I would have definitely preferred a more comic style uh, direction. Like Comic Zone or something like that. Yeah. Um, or, or even the way that Streets of Rage 4 is coming out to looking like. Mm-hmm. A little um, cartoonier. Because I think that the other thing that's really like breaking the immersion is the fact that I'll be watching a cutscene where it's all in comic. But then when and I play it, the game, it's the pre-rendered graphics. And I'm like, right. eh. But outside of that, like the, the framework and the, the sprite work, it's not bad at all. It looks really, really good. The game's really good. I'm just terrible when it comes to writing reviews. And... <laughs> I'm just I'm terrible. Like uh, the thing I will say about that game is I really love the dedicated run button. Uh, one of the triggers is the dedicated run button, 
Okay. And it lets you just, especially because I played as Connor, which is the grappler. Yeah. And makes his grapples and all that stuff so much easier. So, so I've so far I've only played with um the main character. I don't I don't remember his name. The only one yeah. I do remember is Connor. Uh, comparatively, like, do you think that Connor is better or just because he's the Hagar of the group? I mean, I played through my first playthrough as the main guy as well. Mm -hmm. And he's just, I mean, he's your middle of the road, like just kind of there. Uh, Connor's very slow. So if you're trying to get out of areas quicker, that's, it's tougher. But when you beat the game once you unlock Jackson, Mm -hmm. which, uh, he's like, I, he, he really feels like Casey Jones to me, but with a baseball bat instead of a hockey stick. Okay. And I really like Jackson. Jackson's really good. Another really good positive in it is I like the the like the quarter circle movements, like the action commands. Mm-hmm. Like yep. you could throw. It's not really like a Hadouken, but it's like you do like this burst of fire and just throw it in people's fucking face, mm. or you and have a Shoryuken. The- or, yeah. And then you had like the finisher move. So if you're doing a chain of a combo and you hold down or you hold forward or you hold up, it changes what the the player mm-hmm. does as the ending. So you do like the Shoryuken movement or you do like the uh, the the throw down into the ground and shit like that. It's yeah, it's pretty fucking. There's launchers hard. depending on the input you put in and all yep. that stuff. And the music's fucking awesome. The, that's probably the best thing about the game. The music yeah. is fucking dope. And what sucks is that I am terrible at those car chase move uh, moments in the game. Yeah. And that has the best music. Yeah. And Little V did a lot of the music on that game, too. Yeah. So. The main character's voice is Takahata 101. <sighs> that's... The voice I'm surprised is a little, yeah. that the voice work, it, you know, it's these well-known people and then i'm listening to it and it's it is not that impressive like it's just kind of like takahata is very like mundane uh monotone throughout the i would say connor's probably the best voice actor like he's got the one that has the most like like he's the most personality yeah he's the most excitable yeah because he's like the big doofy fighter so yeah that's what it is uh, i don't know it's it's a good game I'm not saying that no one should go pick it up, but I don't think that anybody should go into this expecting it to change the game for retro brawlers. It, it's a shame that this like it came out, but then like everyone's so hyped up about Streets of Rage Four. Yeah, so. this was supposed to be like the 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 spiritual successor or like the love letter to the Streets of Rage franchise, and then like the week that they're announcing it, Streets of Rage Four <laughs> gets announced at PAX East. Like yeah, that's. Th- worst case scenario matt mcmuscles told me he was just like well fuck because <laughs> <laughs> matt mcmuscles worked on it a lot he's like he did he's a lot producer. of this stuff yeah uh but he was just like well we're still gonna do it so fuck it <laughs> uh no, he re- that's all i got yeah not a whole lot of when work's shitty weeks get weeks suffer a little bit so just a little bit all right. In other news, uh, a lot of good shit happened this week. Like, we got some shit that we're going to talk about that's like, oh, that's kind of shitty and all that. But we got some good shit that happened this week. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that happened on uh, on our docket was the Wonderful 101 Remaster Kickstarter launched. And yes. it was funded in probably three hours. If that. <laughs> yeah. If that. It, 
it was like super fun. So uh, Platinum has gone to Kickstarter to back their uh, Wonderful One on One remaster. They were it was around fifty grand is what they were wanting. Uh, yeah, at just the under time fifty of grand. This, at the time of this recording, the Kickstarter is at one point four nine. Okay, one mil. It's at one million four hundred ninety-two thousand dollars. Yep, that is, and it has twenty-six days to go. Yeah, that's it's it's, it's going to hit one point five million. They it's going to hit one point seven five million and uh, get all of their stretch goals is what it's going to do. That would be best case scenario. Yeah, but. With any Kickstarter, it has different tiers that you can back. One would give you a digital version of the game. Uh, one would give you a physical version of the game. There's all, way, all the way up to, like, I think you could spend, like, $5,000 and you get a special edition 3D printed Wonder Red, like, statue. Yeah. But we don't give a shit about any of that. What's the tier that we care about, Chris, that you backed? The Whatever tier it was, and I don't remember if it's, like... I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Like... Money wise, because I'm pretty sure, like, no matter what tier you get, you always have the option. It's a hundred and two dollar tier. Oh, the hundred and two dollar tier gets it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's the one I did, and it was get blocked by Kamiya. Uh, it says not everyone has the privilege of being blocked on Twitter by the illustrious Hideki Kamiya, but that's all about the change. This very special Kickstarter tier, Kamiya himself will tweet will, will tweet directed at you and will block you forever. And you called them out on Twitter. I did. I told him, block me, you. you fucking coward. <laughs> I, I didn't get a chance to see what he fucking wrote, but... I don't um, even know like if he checked your pledge. Maybe he just blocked you. <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> it was really, really f- fresh. Like I think the Kickstarter was only out for about an hour. And I'm just yeah. like... Yeah. Block me. Uh, some of the tier list or some of the uh, the stretch goals that they hit was their original fifty thousand dollars was for the Switch version, uh, yep. the two hundred fifty thousand dollar version was for a Steam version, the five hundred K version is the PlayStation Four version, the one mil landmark or the one mil mark would be a time attack mode at the one point five million uh, Luca's first mission. It's going to be a brand new two D side scrolling adventure starring a young hero, which Luca is one of the characters in. I'm not going to say any spoilers, but it's a little. It's a character in the game. Yep. And then you had the 1.75 million, uh, which will give you a remix soundtrack featuring a secret special guest that they have not named. I I have a feeling that there's more stuff beneath that. Yeah, it looks like it's faded out a little bit. So, but the question for this, that we can all agree that anyone that listens to this podcast knows that we love Wonderful 101, and we're super happy about this. But there is some controversy around this. Because people are like, why is Platinum going to Kickstarter, where Platinum is a de- like a developed and respected developer? My my opinion on this it, it, it changed it changed pretty hard, um, not to the point where I pulled back my pledge, um, mm-hmm. but I'm in the middle of like writing something up for this but I wanted to take the time to talk about it because it's relevant. Um, the thing is, is the estimated delivery for the base game, which I didn't notice at first because I went all the way down to like what I would expect I, me to pay because I usually put in a bit of money into Kickstarter when I when I like right. a project, you know. 
and the estimated delivery date said November 2020, which to me, if you're porting a game from the Wii U to the Switch, makes sense. You need that time. It's roughly about six, seven, eight months somewhere in that ballpark for them to be mm. able to port the game, market it, and then ship it out. But then I go back and I see what just the base digital version of the game will get you. It's scheduled for release in April. That means they've already done the work. Yeah. The game is ready. The game is ready. Because the to Kickstarter be doesn't out. end until like March 5th. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, like, everything is done. And the issue behind this is that Kickstarter has come out and said, we want to self-publish. We no longer want to go through other companies like Nintendo and Sega to release mm -hmm. our product. So that was a big reason why sometime last year Tencent put in an undisclosed uh, yet rather large investment into Platinum Games, which everyone was really worried about because they're just like, mm -hmm. whoa, 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 China likes to censor shit. China likes to to control yep. the narrative on certain things. We saw it with Blizzard. We saw it with Red Candle Games when they tried releasing Devotion. Mm. Like it's it's a it's a big deal. It's serious. But people are chasing that China money. I mean, you see it with Epic Games. Epic Games, major uh, investors coming out of Tencent. And uh, I yep. forget what the other one is called. It starts with an N, but not important. But Niantic? No, that's, I don't think it's that's Niantic. The one. Niantic okay. is the one that does the Pokemon uh, go. And the Harry Potter, yeah. Right. Well, my thing is, like, yeah, they might have... Like, they're well-developed and they're, like, well-distinguished as video game creators and all that stuff. But even in their Kickstarter video, they're like, hey, we know that we develop video games, but we're also, we're not publishers. So, like, we wanted to step out of our boundaries, like, out of our comfort zones and publish our first, you know, by ourselves. So, they decided to go to Kickstarter. I, I don't have a problem with it. That's, at the end of the day, you have people that want a product like Wonderful 101, and they decide to give the money if they want to or not. I think that there's a little bit of a double standard, and I'm, I'm definitely guilty of taking a side in this because, you know, I want the product, I'm backing the Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. But Platinum Games has a lot of goodwill that it's earned over the years with the quality of their games and the way that they reach out. Outside of Kamiya always blocking motherfuckers. Um... <sighs> With with their PR control and the way that they, you know, they deliver their promises to their fans. So it's a little bit different when it comes to Platinum Games. But what if this was Blizzard? What if this was EA? What if this was Rockstar or any other developer? Um, let's, I mean, even look at other developers that aren't necessarily publishers. Um, if they came out here and went on Kickstarter while taking up a slot or taking the hype from another indie developer trying to get their name out there, you know, I think that that is a serious thing to consider because while they're not publishers, they're still considered, in my mind, a AAA developer. Maybe not necessarily AAA, maybe AA or, or A, even though those terms don't necessarily yeah. exist, but... They're still like a high tier developer. They could have gone to anybody. When people heard that Wonderful 101 was being uh, re released, 
It wouldn't have mattered if it was Kickstarter or Nintendo or Sega or fucking uh, NIS America. It wouldn't have mattered. Just the fact that Wonderful 101 was coming back out because the game spoke for itself. It didn't matter what platform it was coming out on. But specifically when it comes to Kickstarter, what I'm afraid of is that now other developers and other publishers are going to look at this and say, this is another way that we can infiltrate the the masses. Because whether you like to admit it or not, this is a glorified pre-order because the game is already made and ready to ship. But I'm going to counter, I'm going to argue with you. I, at the end of the day, the only reason, like, I'm all for anyone going on Kickstarter. Big developers, indie developers, anybody. At the end of the day, their stuff's not going to get funded if people don't want it, like, don't give the money to it. Okay. But when, we talk, when we're talking about developers that do not deliver, like, Kickstarter already has an issue with their developers not delivering on their promises mighty number nine it's the easiest one to go to you know they they promise all these different things uh what's that major fucking space game that's been out star citizen that's you know that's like one of the most successful kickstarters out there i don't know if they're if like it's even out on beta like i don't know a whole lot about the situation but the game is definitely not fucking released and they keep on adding more Kickstarter promises or, you know, crowdfunding goals. And the game has been in development forever. It's been in development hell. You know? Yeah. So that's why I say as far as Platinum games, they get a pass because they've built that goodwill. But what's going to happen when Ubisoft says, oh, you know, I know that Tom Clancy's Breakpoint didn't do too well last time. But you guys really want a Tom Clancy game. Here's a Tom Clancy game. Kickstart it. Maybe the game is already made and they want to see what their, you know, their interest is in it. Yeah. And then you create all these extra stretch goals that really don't cost a whole lot of money. Like even the 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 tier that I got, I got the um the eleven thousand yen one. I got the physical release remaster, a keychain, the soundtrack, a t-shirt. Uh, get blocked digital comic abridged digital soundtrack. I mean, that's actually a really good tier for a hundred dollars. It's a good tier, but how much money is actually being spent on the product that's being delivered? There's a lot of profit that's being made off of this, and I I absolutely admit it. Like the game, how much does it cost for them to print out the game and put it out? The game probably once it goes retail will go for about forty fifty bucks because it's a yeah. remaster from the Switch. A keychain you can you can make a keychain for less than a dollar. The T-shirt yeah, that you can we're not, get. We're a, not arguing profit margins on the tiers, I'm, though. I'm not. That's not the point that I'm making. But when you're looking at something like Ubisoft or EA coming out with shit like this, the product's already been made. They're now trying to boost up their the the potential profit by just adding a whole bunch of bullshit and putting it on Kickstarter because that's what people do. Because when it comes to Kickstarter, people are trying to develop the game at that time hey i want to make this game here's a demo give me a year or two and i'll come out with something cool and here's some like some benefits that i give you in this case the game has already been made the product has already been made the the extra bullshit on the side has already been made this is a pre-order and i think that that's what the issue that a lot of people are having with this again at the end of the day 
you as a Kickstarter, as a yep. Kickstarter backer, yep, you cannot get mad that you're like, oh, oh, this is a, and I'm not saying you specifically. I'm saying mm-hmm. the the cumulative you. You can't get mad at a pre-order that you backed. Yeah, you'd be like, oh man, it sucks that they're doing this, but I'm gonna back it, but I don't agree with it. You can't play both sides of the field like that. I get what you're saying. If you really, if you really don't want this because it's a pre-order and you're like this to go is against what Kickstarter is, mm-hmm. then don't put the money in there, and then the Kickstarter will fail, and then they'll be like, okay, we don't need to do this. Right. But that's not what people are doing. <laughs> it's not what <laughs> they I'm want. Doing. This game, and they don't care. I want this game too. Like I want uh, it. It's the, one of the best games that was ever on the Wii U. I'm just afraid that this could be a problem in the future. I'm, and I'm saying if it is a problem, the easiest way to do it for people that are, have a problem with it is don't mm. kickstart any of that shit. You have the choice to kickstart things if you want to or not. Yep. Now I, I, not, I look at it and I feel dirty, but I'm, I'm not going to. I wouldn't. Fuck that. I don't <laughs> feel dirty. You're, getting, you're paying money for a game that you want. Mm-hmm. For a developer that you like. Yeah. And since you know it's a pre-order, you're not going to get burned on the game not coming out. Yeah. But again, so, if it's anybody else, they go on the platform. At this point, we're going in I circles. Got, I, uh, yeah, I, I get you. you. I get what you you're get saying. You get what I'm saying. You get what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, I've been there. I've been through the good of Kickstarter with Shovel Knight yep. and... A bunch of the other games, like I didn't kickstart Bloodstain, but Bloodstain was on there. A bunch of good games. I've also been on the other side with Mighty Number no. Nine and uh, Last Year and all these other games that I was just like, "All right, I guess I got burned on this one. I'm out ten bucks." So yeah. only <laughs> ten. That's that's the gamble, man. Sometimes Kickstarter's a gamble. So, oh, but just, at the I end just... of the day, we're getting a wonderful 101 remake. I just want to play Wonderful 101. That's it's it. so good. Like, I was actually thinking about booting up my Wii U and streaming it because I have it on the Wii U. Yeah, it's, it still holds up. It's still a fantastic game. And I, I, I hope that this really does prove to be successful for Platinum because they, they have three more projects that they're planning on releasing this year. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I know it's never going to happen, but I'm hoping for another Anarchy Reigns. Dude... Don't. I'm gonna send you the the uh, Hawkeye. Don't don't do that. Don't give me hope. <laughs> don't fucking do that to me, man. Because like, if we got Wonderful 101 and our Anarchy Reigns, and we're mm-hmm. getting Doom Eternal, and PSO2 came out, Vanquish and Bayonetta, Yakuza. This is the best year for fucking video games in the last decade. Then. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. It's pretty good. So. Well, that's some of the good news that we got. That's the good news. Let's, uh, I don't know how, because our dockets got so intermingled. Is this the one that I should talk about? Uh, is, this, is this the Blizzard yeah, if, one? If you want to do the Blizzard one next, go ahead. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I'm going to do an update, basically, because if you guys want to know how I felt, I got really steamed last week on our podcast, so you can go check out episode 34, which is called This Is Pod. Now, this is podcasting, which fuck you. I never told you. <laughs> But fuck you for making it that name. I even made a clip called Now This Is Podcasting. I forgot I said it. 
But anyway, we got some news on the Warcraft 3 Reforged uh, developer update on, let's see, uh, I think it was February 3rd. Uh, yep. On the uh, by Kvax, that one of the community managers on the Warcraft Three uh, forum. Uh, basically, I'll, I'll read the first like paragraph. I'm not going to go through the entire thing. Uh, it says hello, or it says hail War Three players. We've been following the discussions the past couple days and want to say thank you for your feedback as well as your support. First off, we want to say we're not we're sorry to those of you who did not have the experience you wanted, and we'd like to share our plans for what's coming next. Throughout the not the article, but throughout the update, they're basically saying that they're going to work on the ladders uh, situation, the multiplayer and all that stuff. They're going to work on the next few patches uh, for the graphical stuff, like stuff just like not looking that great. They're going to update all that. And then they also talk about uh, uh, being able to go back to the classic uh, reign of cha- uh, like chaos look and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Basically, what it boils down to is this is a not apology, is what this is. Yep. It's 100% a we need to say something for PR, is what we need to say. You want to know the line that pisses me off, and maybe I'm it's reading into it. It's the first one. It's, I'm reading into it way too much, maybe, but it says, first off, we want to say we're sorry to those of you who did not have the experience you wanted. They're not even saying we're sorry for not putting the stuff in that we said we were going to put in. We're sorry you didn't experience what you thought it was going to be. I was watching a video. I forget who it was. I, th- I think it was like Young Yeah or some shit like that. Because he's one of the people that I, I grab some information off of when I'm researching this stuff. But he said that first line, I'm sorry you didn't get the experience you expected. I paused it. I had to walk away. I laughed. Dude, I'm like, this I was the the audacity of this bitch. I oh woke up. Oh my god. <laughs> I get video game updates on my phone and it said something about Blizzard apologizing. I was like, "Oh shit." I mean, you know, I had a rant last week, maybe I should read this. I'm laying in bed and I uh-huh. read that first line. I just I I turned my phone off and I got so <laughs> mad. It made me get out of bed and start my day. So if that's anything. <laughs> I was like, "I need to get up and take a shit and take a shower and start my work day cuz I'm pissed off now." Oh man. Uh, it's. Uh, they also stated that there was only a few hours of downtime when the game first launched when they experienced server load issues. There was more downtime for Warcraft 3 than there was for Fantasy Star Online 2. <laughs> there was more downtime for the release of War of Reforged than there was for a closed beta stress test on an 8-year-old game. On a, And it was more time on a 17-year-old game. <laughs> it's like... It is ridiculous. Have you uh, looked so, at the uh, the Warcraft Three website? Did they change the video? The, no. Well, yes. Yeah, so they they took down the um, the, the trailer. 2018 trailer. Yeah, they took that down. They they well now they're they're doing refunds for everybody. So well, it doesn't doesn't it matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much uh, time that they've put into it. They're now okay. offering refunds no matter what. So that's that's, that's a really good. That's okay. Yeah. Warcraft um, Three. However. Website. I don't want you going to the Warcraft 3 website. I want you to go to www.warcraft3refunded.com. <laughs> Warcraft 3 Refunded. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I'm pulling it up. This is going to be a clip. Ooh, Warcraft 3 Refunded, a broken, dishonest, anti-consumer, glorified remaster. 
Hey, let's just go through the list here. This looks like the Fallout 76 thing. Yeah. You remember it's, that? It's, it's like the same exact fucking shit, dude. It's they the go same through thing. and talk about broken promises, which they have a picture of Arthas, which I think is fucking great. Uh, <laughs> they have the cut features. They tell you everything that they fucked up. The, the unethical and Im- <laughs> the improved cutscenes, the the player choice aspect of the game. How Fuck they kill- you! You'll take the old and you'll damn well like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great! They go it's- into the anti-consumer practices, no refunds. Uh, they did do an update. Blizzard is now offering automatic refunds for Warcraft 3, regardless of playtime. So that's the silver lining. They have a side-by-side comparison of the BlizzCon 2018 trailer and the same trailer in the game now. Mm-hmm. Whew. This is great. I hope this website never goes down. This is beautiful. Uh, oh, it's privately owned. At the very bottom, if you scroll down to the very bottom of it, it's like, don't bitch about this on social media. And then <laughs> Definitely it don't complain. All us. the links to Warcraft 3 social yes! media. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the shit that they deserve. Oh, uh, man. So apparently, uh, during an Activision's Q, uh, qual- Q4 investor call on February f- 5th, J. Allen Brack, or Jab as we like to call him, has acknowledged that it's been a rough experience. He said, concerning Warcraft 3 Reforged, honestly, it's been a bit of a hard week. Our community has come to expect really amazing things from us, which they should. That's my little added point in. And we've heard from... I hate this line. I fucking hate this line. And we've heard from them that we did not achieve that bar. You fucking cocksleeve. I fucking hate that shit. He goes on to say, but we stand behind our games and have consistently shown that not only do we support them, but we continue to build on them even after launch. And we're committed to doing that here as well. We're going to continue to update the game and we're going to continue to update the community with our plans going forward. I'm not going to get into it this week. Like I have had had my peace with it. I am done with Blizzard. Blizzard has to do a lot to bring me back. Diablo 4 might... Be amazing. It might be able to bring me back, but it's at this point, listeners know that I have a friend, a very close friend that works on Diablo 4. I still, at this point, if it was to come out tomorrow, would not play it. I, I don't know what to say to that, man. It's it no, is you don't have to is. say anything to it. That's that's it my choice. It but it's just the it's the it's not the backhanded uh apologies is that what you we you did not experience oh my god i can't even say it without getting like kind of upset so it's just done we also have here uh the custom game acceptability acceptable use policy which i actually went through and read everything on here if you want to check that out we'll have the link in the uh podcast description but it basically just says it's it's basically breaking down what we were talking about last week, where they don't want another league or Dota to come out of their game, where they own everything. Like, I get it. I don't like it, but I get it. I understand you know? where they're coming from. But also here, it's just saying by accepting this, you are giving up your rights. I'm like, this probably could have been worded a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus, man. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like. I think that when it comes to the case of like what Dota was, mm-hmm. that's that's a fault on Blizzard. Not only just because they didn't 
copyright it or protect the assets because somebody made the game in their in in their realm. They should have worked with the creators. That's what I'm saying. Like if you know that you have a really popular map, capitalize on it. Fucking own yeah. it. Work with those people. Hire them. Fucking I don't I don't know. You could have done something instead of just sit on your hands and let somebody else fucking take your girl. Like that's that's there's what a, it is. There's you you do you believe in the whole like there's hundreds of different like you not universes but the multiverse uh, ti- theory timelines and all that sure stuff. It's, it's there's a, all wrapped up in the same thing there's a timeline where heroes of the storm came before dota and league and it's just heroes of the storm instead of league here's the thing heroes of the storm is a good game like yeah i don't, I don't care what anyone says like it just came I'm too not, late it came too late and it was it pretty much bit off as much as it could off of League and tried to create the charm via, you know, hey, here's all these Blizzard characters. I'm like, hey, this is this is cool. Or, I'm already go back like to I played League this game now. though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The thing is, is that Riot was well far ahead into what they had. Like, I don't know I like any other MOBAs. Years. I don't know any other MOBAs that are coming out now trying to compete with League because no matter what it is, it always gets stomped out. Like the only other yeah. thing that I can think of is um, what's the the MOBA with the gods? Dota two. Maybe it's not the yeah. gods, but I mean, like regardless, Dota two. Sons it's of the, Ra. <laughs> it's the only other fucking uh, contender contender out there, and it's not. Yeah. It's it's strong. It's not that strong, but it's it's still pretty strong. People still League's still number to watch one. That. No one's gonna top league, which it has I'm the now... most biggest viewing. Th- it has the biggest tournaments and biggest turnouts on Twitch. Yeah, like the the splits, the NCS or whatever it is, the North American Championship mm-hmm. splits, and like the summer split, the spring split. Maybe it's the fall split. Uh, I don't all the fucking splits. <laughs> all the splits. Do the split. Yeah, that's all I got for that man. Like cool. just Blizzard, get your shit together, man. Make me love your games again. I mean, it's it's weird because we've only been friends for a little over a year. But mm-hmm. let's take let's say that my buddy that does work for Blizzard, we've been friends for years. Let's say me and him were doing this podcast. Like he would understand where I'm coming from because Blizzard is such a big part of my life. I picked up StarCraft when I was 12 years old, and that opened my doors to Warcraft, Warcraft Two, Warcraft Three, World of Warcraft, Diablo, Diablo Two, like. All of those games, and I've loved them all like so much, and it just it, it just hurts. I I'm that parent that's not mad at Blizzard. I am just disappointed with them. <laughs> I'd be mad, mad, hella mad. I'm past mad. I'm I'm in the like stages now. Now I'm just very disappointed with them. You know, I I tried. I tried to get into into Blizzard products and stuff like that, and it's going to be weird saying this because a I'm super late to the party, and two it was <laughs> not well received when it first got released. But Diablo three was my first taste of a Blizzard game. That was another. That's not an MMO, but that was something that had a very rough launch. I was there yeah. day one when it started. But like it, it came across like. The way that it came into my life is because I was looking for a game that both me and my wife can play. And mm. we we like the the RPGs. Like we play Divinity Original Sin and yeah. trying to get into Original Sin 2. And you know, we're looking for something that we can sit down and play. Diablo 3 
I bought it maybe two years after it came out or three years after it came out. So okay. the entire auction house debacle had already come. You and bypassed gone. it, yeah. Yeah. So I got a complete product. Like yeah. I think the only thing that I missed out on was the the DLC. I forget what the name of it is, but it's Reaper that, of Souls. Uh, Reaper of Souls. We missed out on that one. We, you know, I'm still planning on playing that. But through that, I'm just like, okay, let me let me. Let me give Overwatch a chance. And Overwatch is a solid game. It's it's good. Let me give mm -hmm. Heroes of the Storm a chance. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's okay. I'm not into MOBAs. But then I was trying to get into StarCraft 2. Then I was trying to get into <laughs> Diablo 2 and the stuff that I missed out on. But there was something that was always holding me back because I'm just like, I don't want to I don't want to go all in. I'm right. not ready to go all in. Let me see what else they have coming out. And then this shit starts fucking happening. And I'm yeah, like, I picked uh, Diablo three was a prime example of how shitty it was. It was, but Blizzard turned it around when Reaper of Souls came out. Uh, that's when I got back in, and I was mm -hmm. like, "Oh my god, this game is totally different." Even back then, not even just the auction house, the way that like gear and levels were. If you were doing like the top tier, which is like Torment level thirteen and shit like that, mm. as as a tank character, as someone that should be able to sit there and tank and take some hits and stuff, you couldn't. The way you tanked was kiting. Yeah, you had to was, kite everything. That was the weird thing because when I when I got into it, I was looking at the forums to see okay, what's what's the best combo for two player <laughs> things, and they were like, "Don't be a barbarian." No, fastest monk. You got to be a monk. Don't be a barbarian. I'm just like, well, I can't play anything but like shitty tank characters. So I picked the barbarian. I'm like, this is fine. What's wrong with these people? What, what? are you bitching about? <laughs> like they were just like, oh, be the be the cleric or whoever. I think it was a cleric. Crusader. Crusader. There you go. And I'm like, I, I can't play this. It's just a dude with a mace. It's whack. Give me, no, give me like high damage, high HP. Back in the day, though, like even with best in slot gear, you would still get like two shotted. That's just because stupid. the scale, the scaling was like so fucked up and everything. I don't, I don't know the like semantics of everything, but it was it was abysmal. But when Reaper of Souls came out, I got back in. I was like, oh my god, this is everything I wanted Diablo three to be. And I played it like I would play every season. Like I look at my Blizzard launcher because I still have it on my computer, and I'm like, I kind of want to just play Diablo three right now. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, nope. I can't. I can't give them my time. I'm not gonna do it. So I don't know. Maybe Diablo Four. Maybe it'll be the one that brings me back. We'll see. I don't personally want to give my money to them, but I know my wife is gonna want Diablo Four. So mm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stand back. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see what happens. Yep. Uh. Anyway, in other news. <laughs> um. This we is. We gotta wrap it up, man. We got urgent quest. We gotta do. We got, we got urgent quest. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, this is surprising news, I'm going to say. Trouble at Rockstar. So Dan Hauser, co-founder of Rockstar Games and the lead writer for the GTA and Red Dead Redemption series, is leaving the studio in March. Uh, yep. His release was announced via a U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission form 8-K, which is usually used to notify shareholders of special events within the company. So departures of like chairman like this mm -hmm. uh, is not an uncommon case. Uh, but his departure is a huge deal because um, he was the writer for not only you know GTA Five, but like really all the GTAs from uh, GTA Two to present day. He did Red Dead uh, Revolver, Red Dead Redemption, mm -hmm. Red Dead Redemption Two, Bully, Bully. Uh, fucking Max Payne Three, 
pretty much every single major project that Rockstar has been a part of, he's been their lead writer. And it comes off the tails of them also losing one of their lead developers, Leslie Benzies, who was also the lead developer for GTA 3 through GTA 5. And it's a big deal because through their work, they made the third best-selling video game of all time. Yeah. It's it's just crazy. And GTA 5 is still going like amazingly well right now. Yeah, people still play that game. They still have shit coming out for that game. It's Russians still one love the- that game. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It, well, that's because it's one of the only games that they can buy. That's true, yeah. I don't know if they have the same access to video games that, you know, Westerners do. But Dirty ass Westerners. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 really just a not. I don't want to say, like, put it down to a footnote. Um, but it's just a surprising thing to see where, you know, you have your vice president just up and leaving. Mm-hmm. And... I don't know many vice presidents that are that deeply involved in the storyline for, you know, for single player games that are that deep, you know, crafting the the stories like right. I do this guy. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see moving forward what Rockstar does, who Rockstar hires. Um, yeah. One of these articles was something special. One of these articles we got, I was just like. So normally I like articles that stay bi- unbiased. Like yeah. you, you want to report the news. One right. of these, I, I don't want to go into bashing this guy's article, but at one point like he says, uh, let's see, now that he's free of expectations of a rock star game, maybe he'll write something that doesn't feel like an endless South Park episode made by the Boondock Saints guy. And I was just like, wow, really, dude? That's a little like stab that didn't need to be in there. <laughs> the thing is, is that when I think about like the the GTA games, like I, I've I've never finished it, but I've always like gotten pretty deep into the campaigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which, by the way, GTA Five's campaign is phenomenal. Like it's that, great. that Trevor makes the fucking, game. <laughs> fucking gangster movie. I love all the characters. All the characters yeah. are fucking great. But it's a to just sit there and say, I was like, oh, it's just a, a South Park episode. No, fuck you, dude. Maybe yeah. Saints Row. Maybe that's the game you thought he fucking made. And I would definitely agree with you. Because <laughs> that Rose game's a fucking as fuck. <laughs> stupid clusterfuck. But no, nah, that, 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 that dude's an asshole. Who does he write yes. for? The gamer? Does he write for the gamer? Because they're fucking no, trash. This is called Paste. This is the link. Pastemagazine.com. I've never heard of it. I mean, you sent the articles. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's just I pulled it all off, and it got stuck in a fucking file, and I'm looking through it. I'm I'm not going to say his name, even though it's on our stream right here, like if you're looking at this clip. But uh, that's just kind of a shitty move. Don't if you're reporting for a magazine, someone I don't really write for our magazine that much, but Chris does. As someone that writes for a magazine website, you know not to do shit like that, right? (laughs) Like that's just kind of shitty. That's that's lowbrow. You save that opinion. for a podcast. <laughs> yes, that's that's okay to say. Yeah, everyone. Uh, I don't know. Really this feel. this is worrisome because I mean we do have those uh, rumors of GTA Six coming out and all that stuff. We had those rumors like last year, so I don't know what you it know, means for story. So I was scouring through the message boards, and there was a lot of people that were saying that Dan ha- Dan Hauser was not interested in writing for, for GTA Six, and. The comment that was made was, if I were to come out with GTA 6 in this political climate, we would get roasted. 
Oh, okay. So, like, whatever it was that he was envisioning for GTA 6, he felt that it wouldn't be appropriate nowadays, which I think is kind of dumb. That's kind of like taking and it's an article that I took out, but like the Cliffy B article oh, yeah. that came out about for lawbreakers. lawbreakers not succeeding because it was quote unquote too woke. Uh, that that's I'm a glad we statement. took that out. Uh, that's that's a stupid statement. I don't want to get into the whole identity or uh, the politics of it. It's not it's not something that I'm interested in. What it comes down to is that I think the game should always be measured by its own merit. Mm-hmm. And Lawbreakers was shit. Lawbreakers was nothing special. It was a clone of Overwatch and what was uh, oh, and yeah. Paladins. Like it was, yeah, it was a yeah, hero yeah. shooter. Okay, you're doing the exact same thing that other people are doing and you're a year too late. Was that the one? There was another game that came out around the time Overwatch came out. And it was a good game, but it was just exactly Overwatch. Was it Battleborn? Yes, Battleborn. Yeah, it was actually in development and that's just before unf- Overwatch came out. And that it was is a unfortunate victim of circumstance. Yeah, yeah, because that game is actually halfway decent. It's just anything that they do, Overwatch does better. If it came out a year earlier, I think if it had more footing than Overwatch did, then it might be another probably weird parallel timeline. So yeah, uh, but no, Lawbreakers wasn't anything special, and I think that. If it's true that he said that Dan Hauser's comment, I don't think would hold water. Because the thing is, is that you will have your people that protest it and bitch about it on Twitter and say, oh, this is X, Y, and Z. It's sexist. It's misogynist. It's whatever. At the end of the day, it's still telling a story. And from his own merit, it's a decent story. Mm-hmm. People still play GTA 5 and they'll bitch about GTA 5's values or whatever there's still government officials that still blame gta 5 for shit and they can get mcfucked i don't yeah (laughs) it's stupid so all right all right are you ready Talk about cool shit are you are we ready because we've been wanting to talk about this since it came out what you did an article on tuesday or maybe wednesday i did it two days ago so that would be thursday thursday yeah, uh, and I wanted to do it two days ago, but I've just been fucking busy. Uh, the Evo 2020 lineup has been announced, and if you want to know yeah. more about it, go check out Megavision's mag. I wrote yep. an article. It's about to fall off the features list because we've been posting a lot of news lately. Yeah, uh, but uh, let's 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 go down the list. Let's go down the list. We have we have Street Fighter Five Championship Edition or Champion yep. Edition. We've got Tekken 7, which obviously Tekken 7 is going to be there. Yeah, it's great. It's a great game. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, sure. Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which yo fucking that game is hype as shit. That game looks so good, beautiful, and the music's great. Specials are great. All of it's great. Yep, but it's not the best one. We're gonna get there. It's not the best one. Uh, Undernight Inbirth, uh, Exe Late. Yeah, we shit. Uh, fuck you. That's a great game. Dragon Ball <laughs> Fighters. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yep. Uh, Soul Calibur Six. Samurai yep. Showdown. What time is Mar- it? Marvel versus Capcom Two. Yes, yeah, Marvel baby. They're bringing oh, it back. They're I can't. Well, back. so for people that don't know, it is the 20 year anniversary of Marvel versus Capcom Two. And for people that don't know even further, Marvel versus Capcom Two was one of the OGs for Evo. 
It was yep. there for 10 years. It was yep. always, I mean, the type of shit. Like, you need to go watch uh, Justin Wong's uh, Cyclops comeback. It is amazing. He is down to just Cyclops, and he beats all of the other guys' three characters. It might have been insane. Yipes. It might have been Yipes, but I'm not That's sure. Insane. I, I but, gotta go check that shit out. Yeah. Uh, so it's been released that it's going to be an eight-man special tournament, and yep. there are four slots that are already filled. It's going to be Justin Wong. It's going to be Yipes, Sanford Kelly, and Duck Vader? Duck Vader? Uh, the the fourth person that's going to be there. He Duck hasn't Doe. announced yet. Yeah, Ducto. He hasn't really announced anything on his uh, personal Twitter or anything like that. Yeah, uh, Justin Wong, Ducto, Yipes, and Santhrax. Those which are the four is, people uh, Sam, that play. Yeah. Sanford Kelly, yeah. Dude, like, if you ever have a chance to go to Evo, fucking go to Evo this year. Like, I would... It's, I would... it's a really solid lineup. And the way that they're coming up with the other four uh, entries mm-hmm. is there are... Th- Four qualifiers. There is a qualifier at the NorCal Regionals 2020, April yep. Annihilation 2020, Combo Breaker 2020, and then Makes there's sense. a last chance qualifier at Evo 2020. Dude, I hope we get a diverse crowd, man. It's going to be – it's going to – like, let's be honest. It's going to be the most watched. It's going to be the most watched tournament. You know, I I think – I don't know if it's going to be the most watched, but I definitely think it's going to be one of the, 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 the bigger ones, definitely, yeah. because you're going to get all the old heads coming in to come mm-hmm. watch some fucking quality, high quality Marvel versus Capcom. Yeah. Um, These are guys but, that haven't stopped playing the game. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I mean, like there is there, this is a solid lineup. Street Fighter five championship edition. Of um, course. Yeah. You know, it it looks really good. Tekken Seven's always a good time. Well, uh, is that is is Seth coming out before Evo? Or Seth is coming Evo? out before Evo. Seth will be okay. out by Evo. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus that game just looks so fucking good. It just came out. And it's already in an Evo. That's amazing. Well, it came I mean, out like last year. It's not surprising. No, it came it? out this month. It came out. So the United oh, States doesn't have it yet. The United States doesn't get it until March, which day one i'm getting oh, it but it's right. out in japan right now but i mean you can get uh a japanese copy and yeah you know, i saw max playing it the other day uh, yeah woolly was playing it earlier um mm-hmm. grand blue fantasy looks fucking dope it just looks <laughs> very cool. very it takes all it takes like the because like percival's in it i think like, is it mm-hmm. like lancelot or something in there too yeah or? yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's like it's kind of i want to say that it's loosely based off of the knights of the round i don't know much mm-hmm. about the grand blue fantasy uh world <laughs> yeah yeah i mean all i could say is that it looks fucking dope it Percival's looks like, fucking dope it looks like a more grounded guilty gear to me i mean yeah like, with the with the art style not not so much with the, the with the combat it's i think it's a little bit slower than guilty gear but it mm-hmm. still yeah. looks amazing uh dragon ball fighters still looks great the new yeah, season course, is yeah. right around the corner um i wonder which other gokus we're gonna get yeah <laughs> uh, Underneath in birth just came out with a either just came out or is coming out. I believe on February twentieth they're releasing the CLR uh, mm-hmm. patch. Uh, it comes out with a new character. It's essentially Jin Kisaragi, and he he's fucking dumb. He looks dumb. Here we go. <laughs> uh, 
Samurai Showdown, that's coming out with a new season. They've got new characters coming in. And Soul Calibur Six has Haomaru from Samurai Showdown being yeah. released, like, real soon. And he looks really good. He looks well, fucking dope. Like, I'd rather play Haomaru in Soul Calibur Six than I would <laughs> in Samurai Show? Showdown. Yeah. So there is there's a little backlash on this nine announcement too there is a big head that's not there which who's the big head that's not actually there chris oh a big surprise the fact that mortal kombat 11 is not there um this is the first time that a game from nrs won't be on the main stage since what is it evo 2011 it's been a while it's you know maybe almost 10 years i don't i don't remember off the top of my head uh and it's surprising because Mortal Kombat 11 pulled in big entry numbers last year. Yeah. They pulled in over 1,500 entries. Yeah. So there's a there's a guy on Event Hubs that seems to have this theory on the reason why, which he immediately was like countering it. I'm like, fucking why? But Jordan uh, Justin Gordon at Event Hub says that year after year. Mortal Kombat games don't pull in as many entries. So, for example, when Mortal Kombat 9 was out in EVO 2011, they had about 500 entries come in. The next year after that, in 2012, they only had 300. For Injustice Gods Among Us, again, 582. Next year, 311. Mortal Kombat uh, X and XL, they had 1,100 players, but then the next year, only 700 comes in. Injustice 2, the biggest drop, they had... 883 players come in for Evo 2017. Evo 2018, 363. But that said, Mortal Kombat 11 last year pulled in 1,567, which is yeah. more than double what Soul Calibur 6 brought in. Uh, something's going on. Like, like, it brought in more people than Unist. It brought in more people than Dragon Ball Fighter Z. It brought in, or Dragon Ball Fighters, it brought in more people than Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. And all those games are back in one way or another. Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle is being considered, uh, I forget what it's called. It's, hold on. It's, it's coming back as a, as a community championship game. It's essentially a side, a side, uh, a side tournament. tournament, yeah. Um, but it's being supported by Arc System. It's not like some guy that's just coming in and saying like, "Hey, we're doing our Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle tournament over here." It's it's being supported by Arc System, so it's really surprising that NRS is not being represented. I I don't think it would have been impossible for them to fit in a tenth slot, but if the numbers are there, I mean, I the numbers don't fucking lie. Even if you're going saying like, "Oh," uh. NRS games are guaranteed to cut the number of entries in half. It still would have pulled in more numbers than what we saw with uh, Soul Calibur Six. Yeah, but they're there. They're they're there on the main stage. It's unfortunate for people that love Marvel vs. Cap or not Marvel vs. Capcom that uh, Mortal Kombat Eleven, like that kind of that sucks real bad. But Guilty Gear Strive is going to be there. Yeah, they're doing a tournament. They're doing a tournament on the first day. Yep. Uh, let me tell you, the primo are the memes out of all this. Like, uh, of course, the memes are going to be great. Like, yes. people are taking the format of the the nine games and they're putting in their own games. It's it's 
it's great. Some of these, like the DBZ ones, are great. You got some of those. What's even great is Justin Wong didn't even know he was in the fucking Marvel's Capcom 2 tournament. Yeah, yeah, that's he tweets. So he goes, What? Stupid. They didn't tell me I'm in this tourney until now. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then even, uh, even Yipes was like, I literally just turned my phone on. I see all the messages. Can I get a clip of that announcement, though? <laughs> but the memes it's are like great. They One just, of the ones... they just, I, I have a feeling like, like whoever is the head of Evo went up to Alex Valle, and he was just like, hey, who do you think should go to this? And he was just like, oh, oh I got your names right here. <laughs> I want to I see these people play. One of the best ones is the uh, the Naruto one. Where it's got the four Hokages and it's Justin Wong, Duck Doe, Sanford Kelly, and Yipes <laughs> standing in front of uh, Mr. Wizard and Evo 2020. <laughs> nice. Nice. I So the uh, Evo is, let's pull it back up. Evo is July 31st to August 2nd. And I really want to go, but I probably won't be able to go. I definitely wouldn't be able to. I, I have too much piled up as it is right now. I wouldn't be able to swing a flight to Las Vegas. I could impossible. swing the flight, but I don't know about getting a room. I think my buddy that uh, you know, my buddy out in California, he might be going. But the thing is, I don't play these games. If I played these games where I could just play like side stuff and just have fun, mm-hmm. I I think the the I would just be watching tournaments the entire time. There would be me, no me playing the games. So. Uh, they have side tournaments of fucking anything. Like they had side tournaments of Mario Kart, dude. Like everything that gets played at Evo, it's just all about like the degeneracy in the culture that's there. (laughs) I mean, all all the big boys are going to be there. Like you're going to see Max, Justin Wong, Wooly will be there. I know that motherfucker will be there. He'll probably be on mic for Sam's show. More than likely. Yeah. But if you have the chance to go, you should go. Also, Listeners, uh, we're showing you right now the trailer for Evo 2020. I got to catch Max's stream when he was going back and watching old Evo trailers. Mm-hmm. You should go back and watch that 2002 and 2004 trailers. They're, they're so back, especially the 2002 one. There weren't capture cards for footage. Oh, they were all, they were all fucking uh, handheld. Taking yeah, uh, video of the of the pitch of the cabinets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's. Uh, I want to find those DVDs. I want those because you can get them on DVD. Well, I found a link to all of the Evo DVD trailers, and you can just download them and burn them onto a DVD if you want. It's from the SRK forums. They said it's available for everybody. That's fucking dope. Actually, the one I just sent you was for 2002, 2002. only. Here is the entire list. That's... You got B3 VHS, B4 VHS, B5 DVD, Evo 2K2, 2K3, 2K4, is 5, this, 6, 7, and is 8. Is this when they used to do like the player interviews and shit like that? Mm-hmm. That's fucking sick. Yep. Oh, yeah. There are no further DVDs after 2K18 or 2K8. There is uh, an IG insider of Evo 2K9 footage. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's you and this. If you don't want to burn them, there's YouTube playlists so you can go and watch them. Yeah. So that's insane. 
that's uh, Evo is going to be fucking lit this year, as the kids yeah. would say. That's insane. But I <laughs> the announcement trailer is great because they're just like Marvel's Capcom two, and the other guys just like you're stupid. Why are we bringing this game? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh it's gonna be so fucking good. So that's all we got for the news, though. Yep, that's all we got, man. It's all good. It's, it's time to shoot on over to the question hole. Uh, pretty sure Scotty forgot to put in a question, so we only got two. Thank that's God, okay. <laughs> that is that is okay because questions was getting an hour long, but it's fine. Uh, Mr. Haru asks, why do you think so many people wanted a quote unquote pro Nintendo switch? In my opinion, I would rather the company continue focusing on better games and addressing issues like the terrible Joy-Con drift. I have another left side one that is starting to drift and it's brand new from Nintendo themselves after repairing the last one. And it's only a few months old. Um, here's my answer. The, the... The stories that, not the stories that are out there, but like the rumors that are out there is that it's supposed to have 4K support. Right. Um, I think that that is a big deal. I think that's a huge deal when Since it four, comes 4K to. 4K is very accessible now. 4K is very accessible right now, and it's pretty much what the big boys are toting. Like, you can make arguments in saying that Sony and Microsoft are not in competition with Nintendo because they've kind of both found their niche nintendo is kind of embraced the portability of the switch and really capitalized on it whereas you know sony and microsoft are the home entertainment systems yeah. pretty much everyone that you know either has a xbox or a ps4 and they have a switch so yeah. it's not necessarily like they're in competition with each other they just have to learn to coexist um that said, with a with a pro system, um, I think that the the Switch can benefit from that. There are games out there that, even running at 720p, um, has frame rate issues and optimization issues. I think, I think Astral that, Chain had that. Yeah, yeah, Astral Chain was a big one. Like playing that portable was not fun. Mm-mm. There's a there's a few other games like Fire Emblem uh, Warriors. That's not a fun game to play. Uh, even docked, that game has issues docked. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, that had some issues playing portable. So I think that it can benefit from having a pro edition. I do agree with you in the sense that they're, they need to start addressing more with their Joy-Con drift. Oh yeah, I, um, I agree with that too. Uh, I just recently bought new Joy-Cons from Hori uh, because A, I wanted something a little bit more ergonomic to fit my hands because I have big, fat, meaty hands. Um, but two, like... Fat fuck. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, but secondly, like, I have another pair of Joy-Cons, and they're also experiencing the drift, and I don't necessarily know if it is a Nintendo issue or if it is just, like, uh, the first batch came out bad, here's another batch. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's easy. It's it's the easy man's out, the easy ma- way out when it comes to just hey, submit your Joy-Con to us, pay the shipping. We'll ship you no, new they ones. Should fix, they, they should fix, fix the problem the at the root because they're still having those issues with the new ones. So, all in all, I work I in think, quality. 
I'm sorry. I work in quality control, and one of the biggest things in quality control is trying to find the root cause of the problem. Yeah. They're not oh, to do fixing it. Oh, no, I think that, you know, there's a lot of reasons why you would want a pro system, and I think Nintendo is big enough to tackle all three of those issues at the same time. God damn it, Scotty, just put it in! <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> He Holy heard us. Shit. He must he have. Us. He had to. Someone's a mole. It's not me. <sighs> anyway. You're the one that loves Russia. <sighs> anyway. I gotta look uh, at his. I, I hope that that answers your question, at least from my point of view. Uh, I mean, like I kind of agree with the same thing. Yeah. I think that Nintendo is big enough to handle all of that. They still make great fucking games they're you know they've got their r&d teams their their ead team as well um it's not a big deal uh happy dude h2o with their <laughs> with there being no killer instinct or mortal Kombat this year at evo and with the addition of games i've never heard before i'm wondering what your take is on evo 2020 lineup also if you had the ability to book the evo lineup what would you have as your main games what would you have in the arena of the top eight on Sunday? And who would you have in the arena for top eight on Sunday? Um, okay, so let's get one thing straight. Killer Instinct probably is never going to be on the main stage for Evo. Not again. Not at the uh, not the current. Unless they came out with like a newer one, like Killer Instinct 2 or something like that. Yeah, but, and it, uh, it's, it's a shame because Killer Instinct is a good yeah, is It's a, a good great game. Yeah. yeah. Um, that said... Uh, we kind of talked about it already. We, we talked about it. I, I'm pretty sure that I addressed like how what my feelings are about the lineup. It mm -hmm. speaks to me, okay. Yeah, I, I'll admit I am not an NRS fan. Um, that's but with that said, I don't think that there shouldn't be any representation from NRS at all. Um, right. Because the, the one thing that I didn't touch on, you know, when you look back, um. There's only two other games that like had a huge controversy around their not inclusion. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee, which was eclipsing uh, Smash 4 and completely bypassed Brawl as the main Super Smash Brothers yeah. game. Um, and the only reason why that got pulled out is because they wanted Ultimate to be the center stage because they were promoting Ultimate. Makes sense. So, and still, a lot of people play Melee. I mean, Hungry Box is still fucking killing motherfuckers. Yeah, there's going to be side tournaments for it. it. It'll still be there in one sense of the word or another. Uh, as And then the other situation is Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, which never got their chance because the game was so poorly received from fans and it does journalists it. alike. Infinite doesn't deserve to be on the Evo stage. I... I I would disagree with you because it is still – I know that I just got done saying that it's not a great game, but it's not a great game to me. I know a lot of people that do like that game, and it can it can be competitive. It's um, true, but it doesn't – I, it's a, it's I do not believe – yeah. It's a shame, more or less. Um, but Mortal Kombat 11 is still being supported by the developer. Spawn yeah. comes out in a couple of weeks or a couple of months, like – I still don't There's know no reason why Mortal Kombat 11 shouldn't be on the main stage. None. Last I'm, year, it was dead center as far as the number of entries that came in. You think they booted it out for MVC2? 
I don't. Well, yeah, I do think that they booted out for MVC two, which doesn't yeah. make any sense because you have fewer people coming up for Soul Calibur six. But was is is Soul Calibur six supposed to be your three D fighter? That's why you have Tekken. Yeah. So I think that it might it might be a money issue because essentially, yeah, these tournaments are for the tournament's sake, but they're also huge marketing campaigns yeah. for the developer to show up and show off their games. I mean, it's it's it makes me upset because it's still a quality game. People still fucking play this. People were coming in expecting to defend their crown, more or less, or get another shot at the crown, and now they will never get that chance, at least this year. Yeah. So, who knows? I know that Evo is not the last tournament out there, Yeah. but they are considered to be the biggest tournament in the United States, even though it's not necessarily true. You know, I had this argument with people on Reddit before and it was just like, you know, there's the difference between regular tournaments and major tournaments. Evo is just another major tournament, but it's got its name and it's uh, the the weight behind its name because of the yeah. history that it's had. Yeah. Everyone so, go wants to get to Evo. Everyone, yeah, everyone knows what Evo is, even though Combo Breaker and Apex holds the same weight as Evo when it comes to being considered a major tournament. Yeah. People uh, come from all across the world for Evo. Yeah. So I think that that answers that question. As far as what I would want as for my lineup, if I'm having my dream lineup, um, I'm picking nine games, Marvel's Capcom 2, uh, Project Justice Rival Schools, uh, <laughs> Goro, Mark of the Wolves, I mean, this is just our list together. Let's do our list together then. Yeah, sure. You um, already picked three that I'm going to put on there, so. Okay. Uh, this one's a tough one because it would be a cross between either Guilty Gear Accent Core or Guilty Gear XR Rev 2 because they're both awesome games. I would probably put XR Rev 2. You put XR Rev 2? Yeah. Um, Third Strike. Yeah. That's Dark your Street Stalkers. Fighter game. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Stalkers. Dark Stalkers, maybe. I don't know if... Yeah. I guess it could hold up there. Mortal uh, Kombat 10 was really good. I would actually put Mortal Kombat 9. I think that Mortal like Kombat 9 is the better game. Yeah. That's the one uh, with Freddy, right? I think so. Freddy Krueger was in that one, yeah. I don't know. I was a Sub-Zero player, so... And he's garbage. Um, or at least I thought he was garbage. But... He's the only Mortal Kombat player or the Mortal Kombat character that I ever play because he's blue. I, I know one that you're not – you should pick, but you're not going to remember to pick it. Uh, Go ahead. Say it. Them fighting herds. <laughs> <laughs> put it up there, you motherfucker. Uh, yeah, sure. For the degeneracy, <laughs> I'll put fucking them fighting herds in there. And then finally, Melty Blood. That would That would be my nine. Yeah. Uh, most of those are, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put multi, but I also don't know a bunch like fighting games, like more, I don't know as many as I should. Marvel's Capcom 2, Third Strike. I mean, shit, I might even put Street Fighter 4 up there. Street Fighter 4 is good. Yeah, I'll give that Street one to Fi you. Yeah, Street Fighter 4. I would not, if I had the choice, I wouldn't put Street Fighter 5 up there. No. 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 
Uh, I'm fine with Grand Blue. Grand Blue's up there. I'm fine with that. That game's great looking. I still have to get my hands on it, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna vote on it until I. Get well, I watched I watched people playing it last year, mm-hmm. and at tournaments over in Japan and stuff. And I watched Max play it. I'm like, this game is very good looking. It looks very very good. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't I would, know if I would it was Team Red Z. that did it. Go ahead. I would keep Dragon Ball Fighters in there too. Okay. Yeah. But if you're doing Marvel vs. Capcom two, I guess you kind of have your and your three on three kind of game. Well, they're doing it this year anyway, so <laughs> yeah. But they're doing it uh, because it's the twentieth anniversary. That's what they say, but you know, they, they also might just been. I want to. Someone at the higher ups is probably like, "I fucking want Marvel vs. Capcom two in it. We're gonna do it." <laughs> or someone Kick in there is just like, out. "I fucking hate Mortal Kombat. Get that shit out of here." Uh, yeah, that, uh, that might be a little bit more believable. <laughs> what would you have in the arena for top eight on Sunday? Um. Don't all games go to the arena for top eight on Sunday? I don't. Yeah, all all main games go. Like if you have if that's your main lineup, that to go. Now, if you're talking about who goes to top eight, that's not how it works. Yeah, you got to see who the best players are. (laughs) Um, But what would you have in the arena for top eight on? Oh, for top eight on Sunday, what would be your your like your last game? Marvel vs. Capcom two. Oh yeah. If you're doing it like an invitational, Marvel vs. Capcom two. Yeah. Or Xard because I love watching Xard. I'd watch Third Strike too in the top in the Third very Strike top one. Yeah, Th- just hope for another Daigo, uh, J- another Daigo moment. <laughs> yeah, just to be like I fuck I just, it was there. <laughs> did you see the second time that he did it? Because I, yeah. I don't remember if it was like a side tournament. Like we, everyone knows about the uh, Evo moment thirty seven. Yeah, yeah. But the second time, I think they were doing a side tournament, and it was Daigo and Jay Wong, and Jay Wong tries to pull the same shit, and again, just completely. Daigo was like, him. "Nah." He's just like, "Nah, son, you're not having none of this." I read you. You got red. Uh Anyway, Scotty, last minute, name Fuck five it. ska bands. Easy between mode. us, Rubik Fish. You. Okay. Uh. Is no effects considered ska? Dude, you're asking the wrong fucking person. Uh, fucking cartoon ska network. Ska to network. Fucker. Ska to network. There you go. <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. I guess that's technically. Uh, I'm trying I don't to do think it without Bear- looking it up. Yeah, let's see if we can do it without looking like ska band. So there's real big fish. Uh, shit. What's the song that uh, who's? I don't think they're a ska band. They they sing a song. It's Istanbul, not Constantinople. It's Istanbul. Because I thought I that have, was real big fish. That's not real big fish. I have no idea. Let me look it up. Like the bands that are popping into my head when I think of ska, I know are not ska because they're either punk or pop punk. Like Rancid is like screaming in my head that, right now. That and is I know not they're not ska. They might be giants. Are they? Uh, are they ska? They might be giants. No, I'm, I'm thinking of They Came as Romans. I was like, that's I've, a metalcore Fuck band. it. Ska bands. I'm looking them up. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Uh, oh, God. Less than Jake. Real Big Fish. Uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, I guess, are Ska. Yeah. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Sublime, Sublime is not Ska. Yeah, they are. I guess. Sublime, Sublime is Ska. No doubt. No doubt. Yep. That's right. No. Fuck Rancid that. is a fucking ska band. What? Yeah. 
This is stupid. <laughs> I don't know what ska is. Ska's a dumb genre. <laughs> <laughs> like, what ska's, the fuck? Ska is stupid. Bob Marley and the, the Whalers porkers. are considered ska. Catch-22? Whatever. We, we named them. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't care. Uh, favorite X-Files episode. I don't watch the fucking X-Files. The one where there, they catch the alien. Th- no, that doesn't. There's an episode where they have to go into. So there's this AI game that this guy, like a virtual reality game that you actually go into the game and it's actually killing people. It sounds like a really shitty bad movie. It's the only one I can remember of X-Files because I didn't watch it a lot growing up because I was terrified of it because the mm-hmm. opening song terrified me as a kid. And uh, but there's an episode I can't remember. Let me let me look it up. Let me look it up. Uh, X Files episode, video game episode, video game episode. First, is it called just first person shooter? No. Yeah, the episode called first person shooter. The lone gunman called Mulder and Scully call. Mulder and Scully to a virtual reality development lab where the, where they learned that one of the program testers was killed inside the computer generated game environment by the digital image of a woman needing to get his what? Hold on a minute. Needing to get his yayas, Mulder enters the game to fight the woman, but Scully must step in to save him. His yayas. I don't know, man. Uh it aired on February 27th, 2000. Okay. That's the one I remember. Sure. Uh, sure. That's that's fine. That's all fine. <laughs> uh, what's the one game you want to Evo that will probably never make it on main stage? Mm, that's a hard... Uh, tournament Fighters. <laughs> I'm going to go with two. One's a serious answer. The other one is not. Uh the one game that I would want to get on there that won't make it is Skullgirls. Yeah. I could I could uh, agree with that. Skullgirls is quality. The one game that I'd want to see on there just for the fucking degeneracy is Vanguard Princess. If you don't know what that is, uh, you need to go on YouTube. You're such a fucking weeb in the bad way. <laughs> <laughs> No, I can list three. I can list three Super Nintendo games right now. Tournament Fighters, TMNT Tournament Fighters, uh, Power Rangers. No, no, that's my serious answer. Uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. You know, I'm not sure if I would... I would put that up there. That game's good. It'll never make it, The game is good. It's not my favorite game. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very simple. Um, Yeah. But it's still a good game. Yeah. Honestly, I would love to see Endless Waltz. Gun, uh, the, that was my third on joke Endless one. Waltz. The one on Super yeah. Nintendo? That game is dope. I don't care what anyone good. says. That game is fucking I mean, really it, was ma- it was at MAGFest on a cabinet. Yeah. And I mean, like, it, it also, like, that's what brought on the Battle Assault games. And those games are good. Oh, shit. Gundam Battle Assault 2, I would want to see on the yeah. Evo stage. That game's fucking dope. That game is... I have a physical version of it. So do I. I love it. That game is fucking bonkers. Burning finger? You just spam that. (laughs) Uh, What's the weirdest controller that you own? 
I don't have any weird controllers. I got one. Back oh, God, in 2013, I bought the game 13 for the okay. Xbox, the original Xbox. And as I'm going through, I'm just like cruising around, looking around, whatever. And I see this controller and it's shaped. It's two pistols. It's two pistol grips. And there's no face buttons. In fact, let me see if I can find this. Uh, you keep talking. I'll look it up. Uh, yeah, there it is. All so right, it's called it the Gamester FPS Master Controller. Oh, here it is. I just looked it up. You can fuck. Oh, my God. It's a $30 controller. Oh, God. Oh, this game. This thing looks stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fucking dumb as shit. But there's, there's no face buttons. There's a D-pad, and then there's, you know, like your start selects black white buttons, and then your twin sticks, and then all your buttons are on the inside where your ring and pink uh middle finger would be mm. and it was so weird trying to play with that shit super fucking weird but i bought it for five dollars i'm just Jesus. like fuck it so that's the weirdest controller i own I there's probably have... some other ones but that's the one that makes them the biggest uh impact on me i don't really have weird controllers i have weird like accessories for the wii controllers but okay, that's about it. Yeah. I don't actually those have are, like weird. Those are a dime a dozen. Right. So yeah, I don't I don't really have a lot of answers on this one. Also, update on Starlinks, they're back up to sixty dollars. Really? Yeah. The sale went it's, off. It's your fault. No, it's not. I should have bought more. <laughs> I didn't do enough. I should have done I more. I didn't. I should have beat Arlo. Uh Question five, can you skank? No, I also don't know what skanking actually is. So okay, so where I'm from, a skank is a promiscuous individual. A dirty uh, promiscuous individual. So, that's, hold on, I've got the... That's a skank. It's a for... Okay, this is the verb. Uh, it's either to swindle or deceive. They made a tidy scum skanking the tourists. Oh, or I can do that. Or play reggae music or dance the skank. <laughs> I can do that. I think it's just kicking. Sure. Yeah, it's like... It's a fucking stupid dance. <laughs> and then you do okay. The yeah, it's like walking in place, kind of. Whatever. It's dumb. It's so dumb, I love it. Like, there's a point where things get so dumb that you're like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> and that's what Scott is for me. Sure, okay. That's fine. Those are the questions. In the, in the South, we call people that skank. Uh, they are a little special. So, <laughs> okay. That's Those it. Those are the questions. Uh, we're gonna go play Fantasy Star because yep. we have four hours left. That's right. Uh, I am going to. I don't know what I'm doing next week. I'm streaming. I'm streaming a lot. I'm picking up the streams back on Scrubverse, and I'm doing everything. I want to stream more. So. I've got stuff I gotta write for. I just got done talking to Powell a couple of days ago, and I've got to make I've got to try to make an interview work. 
So yeah, have fun with that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys later. All right, everybody. Take it easy.